Oh, what fresh hell is this? This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. Cigar Tipsters Show. It is episode five. We're just about a week removed from the Chattanooga Tweet Up and Cigar Festival 2014. During the time we were there, we had the opportunity to conduct some interviews. And what you're about to hear is the first in a series of interviews. This one features John Johnson and Jerry Garrett of Trey J representing their line of vicarious cigars. So here is that interview. All right, Mark from Cigar Tipsters, and we're sitting here in the Hemingway Room of Burns East in Chattanooga, Tennessee, as part of Chattanooga Tweet Up and Cigar Festival 2014. And we have some special guests with us here today. I've got John Johnson and Jerry Garrett uh, here representing Vicarious Cigars. Good morning. 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 Uh, We met Jerry uh, the first night we were here on Thursday, and we kind of hit it off with these guys, and we got introduced to their cigars. Typically, a new company will come out with one blend, put it in a bunch of different sizes, and call it a day. No, not these guys. Three different cigars, mm-hmm. uh, white label, black label, and a blue label. Each one its own little entity, each one good, but I'll let them give you some more details on each one of those. Let's start with the white. Jerry's a cigar talker. He loves it. Okay, just to give you a little bit of background about it, the, the company is actually called Trey J., for Jay, Johnny, and Jerry, and you figure we put a lot of thought into that. But, but anyway, what we did was the three of us went to the Dominican and we each blended a specific cigar. Uh, our CEO, Jay Clark, who unfortunately is not with us today, actually did the white blend. And it is a mild cigar in a 7x52 double Churchill. Actually, it, it has a Dominican binder and filler with a, a, an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. It's a very mild, creamy type cigar, and it's kind of a good golfer cigar because of the size. Yeah, we both had the opportunity to try the white last night, as a matter of fact, and it is a great Connecticut cigar. It's got a lot more complexity than most of the Connecticut cigars that I've run across in the past. Yeah, thank you. You know, you pick up the the, uh, the, the creamy, butchy coffee flavor that you expect from a, a, a Connecticut, but there actually is a little bit of hint of spearmint in there, which is really unusual for Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about it, too, is you don't get that grassy aftertaste with that cigar that you get with a lot of the Connecticut's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to agree with you. I'm not a big Connecticut fan, but I, I, I like that one. Actually, our CEO, Jay, blended that, that one. And actually, Jerry here is the mastermind behind the blue label. Yeah. Uh, what that's worth. <laughs> well, <laughs> for my opinion, it's worth a lot because it's a great cigar, and I'll let Jerry give you some more details on that. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, that one's kind of my baby. It, it is a, a, it, it's a torpedo with an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper. And it also has tobacco from five countries in it. And I really went for something a little more unique in the Corojo wrapper. You know, a lot of them sort of go toward the spicy side. Mm-hmm. This one is a very sweet Corojo. It's not, in, it's not infused. It's just the sweetness is in there because of the blend. And uh, so far, it's been a very popular cigar. I agree. It's when The first time you get the opportunity to smoke it, it's incredibly complex. The flavor changes throughout the cigar. And Thank you. you'll find yourself 
sitting there really thinking about and trying to pick out these particular flavors, a lot of which you don't taste in most cigars. So definitely a primo blend on that one. Well, thank you very much. And they have one additional blend, the black blend, which is closer to a traditional Maduro. Yes, that's got the Arapiaca uh, Brazilian Maduro wrapper. It's got a, it, it was one of them things that was like, I'm a Maduro fan. So, but you wanted something that, that wasn't so strong and you kind of wanted to hit everybody's palate with the cigars or blend. So, we kind of toned it down and gave it that, it, it's, a, it's just a classic Maduro. It, it's got the, it's a mostly Nicaraguan filler. It's got some Dominican and a little bit of Colombian in it. And it's got the uh, Odorora wrapper, Valor, yeah. or binder. Yeah. Yes. And it's just one of the things, just being a Maduro fan. It, the blue, though, number one seller. That's the best thing we've got. It's just hands up, down. Everybody loves it. It's got that nice. But the black, that's just one of the things that just everybody loves. Something nice and smooth. It's not too strong. Something that's not going to make you dizzy when you smoke it. We've all tried the black, and our friend Alan tried the black last night. And within a few puffs, he turns to me and he says, there's something... It's a classic Maduro, but there's something very unique about this right. that, that I that he couldn't put his finger on at the time. But it's it's a classic Maduro with a twist, yeah. is the way I like to say it. But it's you you guys have blended three excellent cigars. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys want to talk anything about availability or anything like that? Ah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. You, he's, a, he's okay. A, right now, you know, it, uh, we're in a situation where a lot of the small cigar companies, you know, anybody can make a cigar. The hard part's getting it to the market. And we're working on distribution now. We're pretty much available throughout the Midwest right at the moment. Mm -hmm. We're in Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee. We're down south, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Uh, hopefully coming your guys' way, Alabama. Uh, we have a market in uh, Phoenix. Scottsdale, excuse me. Scottsdale, Scottsdale. yes. And uh, we've got some other exciting things coming up. Uh, actually, the fourth quarter this year, we hope, we're going to have another line of cigars out called Invictus. And uh, our good friend Jose Blanco is actually doing the blending force on that one. Yeah, right? that was one of the things where we struck up a friendship with Jose. And it was just uh, our CEO, Jay and him, hung out, visited a lot. Jay said, well, why don't you work with us? I know you're busy. Jose's got his new line out. He's like, oh, I don't have time. He's like, oh, come on. What else you got to do with cigars? Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, we'll do it. So we decided to go ahead and partner up with him and... He's got 100% control of that blend, so yeah. we're happy with it. We're happy because he's he's just a great guy to work with, and it's great for us to learn from. And it's just the learning curve that you get, and we've had a lot of help with that. I mean, stepping us through this along the way, we've had Matt Booth and Tom Azuka and Absolutely. Sam Lasia and, and Dylan Austin and Camacho all the way through. You know, so I'm calling them, visiting with them, going to their place. Hey, do this, don't do that. You know, they helped us along the way that. You come into the business and, and you don't know exactly where you're heading. So it's one of them things that they just guided us right through it. So it's, it's been great for us that way. Well, and that's such an interesting thing about this business is you guys have had literally an all-star team of people yes. help you along the way. And it's yes. so interesting that most businesses don't work that way. They, they Everybody's their own entity. They don't crossbreed. But you guys have just had this panel of great people oh, come it, behind it, you. It has been great because even with some of the new blends we got coming down the road, it's like... I can go up to Sam Lucia's and he's got his man cave in his garage and you go up there and you can sit and talk and blend and, and work on things and it's great. It yeah. just, you know, you just don't get that everywhere. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we have been so fortunate. Again, as you were saying, you know, this is you would think this is such a competitive business that there would be, you know, all closed doors, but these guys have just been wonderful. And I'm sure, as Johnny said often, they have saved us so many mistakes. Yes. Don't get me wrong, we've made plenty of them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we sure have been able to avoid a few because of those guys, and we're thankful. All right, you guys mentioned uh, just in the time that we've been talking that you guys have a fantastic factory. Uh, any insight on that? Oh, uh, yes. It's the um, Louis Cuevas, junior and senior. Senior's a master blender. They have been, their factory is awesome, and they open it up to you. You come in, there's nothing that you can't have, nothing you can't do, and if they don't have it, you can go get it. It's just one thing that the people work thorough. They have uh, very clean. They've expanded already because they're growing, and the family is wonderful. They've done real good for us. No, I, I just have to give them a great word of compliment for the construction of cigars that we've had. They have been absolutely flawless, and we've had so many good comments about the construction of our cigars. Excuse me, cigars. Uh, the draw is fantastic. The burn's fantastic. They just do a great job. We really appreciate it. Excellent. As part of IPCPR, these guys made up some three packs. It's a sampler pack, each of one white, one black, one blue. Now, these are smaller than the actual size of the cigar, but it is a fantastic sample pack that gives you a taste of each one of these blends. Uh, we happen to have our hands on a couple of these, so we're going to do a raffle copter giveaway in the coming weeks to get you guys, some of our listeners, some of these cigars and see what you guys think. Uh, John, Jerry, I want to thank you both for just taking the time to sit down with us for a few minutes today, and we wish you guys all the best. Like I said, I've smoked probably five or six of Jerry's cigars. He's probably tired of giving me cigars at this point, but they are wonderful. I don't want to undersell just how good they actually are. So get out there, see if you can find them. Go to Party Source, get them online, get them shipped to you if you have to, but get out there and try Vicarious Cigars. You will not be disappointed. Thank you so much. Thanks for being with us. All right, guys, we're back. That was our interview with John Johnson and Jerry Garrett of Vicarious Cigars. Here with us tonight, of course, is Senior coming to us from around Nashville, Tennessee, somewhere up there. Senior, what's going on? Just sitting back enjoying a good cigar and uh, some conversation tonight. And speaking of that cigar, what you got over there? I've got a Terrazona Revolution 305 that, uh, matter of fact, I picked up up there at Tweet Up. Uh, we'll talk a little about later. And coming to us from the Great White North, of course, is Kirk. Hey, everybody. Good to be back with uh, Mark and Mark. And what you smoking up there tonight, Kirk? I've got a great boutique cigar, brand new on the market, called Crux. C-R-U-X, and I'm smoking their Nymphomaniac. <laughs> it's got a cute little uh, cute little gal on the band. You can't miss it. Yeah, that, that's why Kirk's not using his video tonight. He doesn't want us to see what's <laughs> happening up there. But... Yes. yes <laughs> I want to go back to Vicarious Cigars just for a few minutes. We had a great time talking with Jerry and John up in Chattanooga. We spent a lot of time with them over the three-day period and got to get very familiar with all three of their new cigars, the white, the blue, and the black. Now, the white is a Connecticut that has an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. It's a little sweet, a little spicy, very nice. The blue features an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper. Uh, very unique cigar, my personal favorite. I think I can speak for Senior on that one, too. And, of course, the black, which is more of a traditional Maduro, had the opportunity to try all three of these cigars during Tweet Up. And I just have to say, I love all three of them. 
the blue, my absolute personal favorite, though. Senior, what's your opinion on that? I'd echo that exactly. Uh, really enjoyed all three of the cigars. The the black is your your typical uh, Maduro, good flavors and everything. But uh, who was the star? Now I did have the opportunity to smoke one of the whites. It was late in the day, but for Connecticut, I was still getting some flavor out of it. I've got another one over here in the travel humidor, and looking forward to trying it early in the day with a cup of coffee. And you may have heard there at the very tail end of that interview, we have three vicarious sampler packs. What these sampler packs consist of is one of each blend, the blue, the black, and the white. They're a smaller version of the full-size cigars, but it gives you a great opportunity to try all three sticks and get an idea for the flavor, the great flavor that comes from these cigars. What we're going to do, we're going to do a raffle copter giveaway, and three winners are going to win a vicarious sampler pack and you're going to win an autographed copy of the book Cigar Blueprint, which you'll hear a little bit more about later in the show. Uh, you'll hear our interview with Mark Hall, who wrote that book. It's a great little pocket reference for all the cigar smokers out there, whether you've been smoking for two days or two years. But like I said, we'll get a little more deeper into that book as the show goes on. Be sure to watch out for the Rafflecopter giveaway. It's going to start on Monday, which will be when this show actually releases. And I guess I should go back and actually say I am smoking tonight the Veritas Torch Connecticut. Now, this cigar comes in three flavors, the Connecticut, the Habano, and the Maduro. But tonight I have the Connecticut. And I received this from Nate McCorkle, who was the Veritas rep who was in Chattanooga at TweetUp. And I have to say, I tried the Habano while I was up there, and it was very, very good. This is not your, your father's Connecticut right here. This Connecticut is very spicy, very flavorful, and that's coming from a guy who typically does not smoke Connecticut cigars. So I have to say I'm quite surprised about this. Uh, Senior, I believe you told me that you smoked this cigar. Yeah, now I was fortunate enough with this one. I actually smoked it early in the day with a cup of coffee and was an outstanding smoke. Lots of flavor, and just like you said, it's not your your dad's typical uh, Connecticut cigar. You don't get the, the grassy aftertaste or anything like that. It's just uh, a lot of clean, crisp flavors, and paired with uh, a cup of, it, it was just mild coffee, uh, nothing very strong, because you don't want anything that's going to overpower the cigar, and was very pleased with it. I have to say, speaking of flavors, it's definitely heavy on the pepper, a little bit of spice coming in from different directions, a uh, little bit of a woodsy flavor, and a, a bit of a unique, sweet, almost citrusy type flavor. I, I can't put my finger on exactly what that is just yet, but hopefully but when we get a little further here, I'll have a, a better description of that particular flavor. As you heard me mention in the opening of the show, last weekend was Chattanooga Tweet Up 2014. If you have an opportunity to do that when it rolls around in 2015 and eventually 2016, I suggest you do that. It is three days of shenanigans, debauchery, cigars, alcohol. Uh, in the, the case of this particular year, a kickball tournament, which had one of the most disturbing trophies I've ever seen in my life. I'll try to uh, tweet a picture of that trophy. But, but the beauty of TweetUp is you get to hang out with so many of these cigar reps, and in many cases, brand owners. Uh, Eddie Terrazona, the guy behind the cigar that Senior's smoking right there, was actually at TweetUp and actually handed us both the cigar that Senior has in his hand right now. 
Yeah, I'm not completely sure this is the one that Eddie handed me or this is another one I picked up out of the humidor um, because I uh, did try a couple of different uh, smokes while I was up there. This one is a uh, 6x60, and for somebody that doesn't normally smoke uh, the 6x60s, this is second podcast in a row. That's what I've had. It's uh, made up. It's got a Ecuadorian Maduro wrapper, uh, Ecuadorian Habano binder, and then uh, Nicaraguan filler. Uh, getting a lot of good flavors out of it. It started out a little sweet, a little bit of nutty, uh, but then you've got some uh, kind of a peppery spice that's coming in on the back that really balances out the, the cigar perfectly. So how's that uh, Nympho uh, going for you there, Kirk? Hey, I, I'm really enjoying this thing. Uh, so this bad boy's got a, a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, an Indonesian binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. And what I'm getting so far is a wonderful coffee finish. Uh, there's a cedary sweetness to it. It's kind of hard to taste that, but it's there. And maybe just like a hint of kind of like the earthy, natural taste. But, you know, this, this thing, you can't see it, but it's, it's about the size of a pencil. They kind of gave it a, a unique shape, a traditional Cuban shape. It's a 7 by 33 is the, the size there. So think Lancero, but in an extreme way. Yeah, the funny thing, I'm, and I'm not going to even sit here and attempt to pretend that we planned this, but the cigar that Kirk is smoking and the cigar that I'm smoking, we actually have the same binder and the same filler, Indonesian binder, Jalapa filler. Uh, of course, mine has a Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, but we have the same binder and filler. Go figure. That's great. You know, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if I mentioned it or not. The uh, the guys who made this cigar, they're local here in Minnesota, but they went to the uh, Placencia factory in Nicaragua to get their tobaccos and to blend. And that's actually something that, if we got a minute to talk about, I'd really like to, because the cool thing is, so, so the guys who made this, they're, they've owned a retail shop for 20 years, so they're far from novices. They know what they're doing. They've, they've owned a, a cigar retail shop for 20 years, but they got on a plane, went down to Nicaragua, met with the Placencia family, and they blended a cigar that now people are just loving. And the cool part about that story is that, you know, it, it's not, it doesn't take a Rocky Mattel or a Pete Johnson or whatever to blend a cigar that people enjoy. You know, if, if you're passionate about cigars, if you think you know something about it, or at least you know what you like about them, nothing is stopping you from getting on a plane and going to the, to the Placencia factory and blending your own cigar. And who knows, it might be the next big thing. So I think that's really cool. Do you happen to have any information on availability of that cigar, be it online or uh, shops outside of that area up there? They actually have a really good website. It's just cruxcigars.com. And I believe they're working on expanding their retail uh, out into the country. But I do know they have online sales. And they actually have five blends already. They just opened up in June of 2014 is when their first blends were released. So we're here two months later. But these guys already have five different blends. It's the Nymphomaniac, one called the Skeeters, like Mosquito, Skeeters. There's a Classic, a Passport, and one called the Bull and Bear. So I'm pretty excited to try the rest of those out. Now, that was in Alabama. The Skeeters have to be a 6x60. Six <laughs> yeah, more like a pterodactyl, right? <laughs> exactly. 
And Kirk, since you're talking about cigars that you've tried recently, you re- you recently did a review on the H. Upman Banker, which is a fairly new cigar. What uh, what were your thoughts on that one? The, the down low on the Banker is that if, if you enjoy cigars that are going to be earthy, leathery, kind of that wholesome natural flavor, I mean, the Banker is perfectly constructed. It was very consistent. Uh, it was enjoyable. I mean, it, it's what you'd expect from H. Upman. Uh, good pro- good price point as well. So um, it might have been lacking a little bit in complexity, but it's definitely something I'd smoke again. And I want to give a quick shout-out to Kirk's brother, Ian, who also reviewed The Banker for us. You can check that out, cigartipsters.com, and look under the newest reviews, and there's a button right there for the H. Upman Banker. Outstanding, yes. You know, if, if, I don't know if there's a way to do this, Mark, but give us feedback, too. You know, we're... Uh, we're still working on this, uh, so if there's something we're missing in our reviews or something that doesn't make sense, let us know and we'll get it better next time. Absolutely. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, uh, send us an email, uh, whatever you need to do. You can show up on Mark's boat, too. He, he likes visitors. <laughs> and being on the subject of smoking new things, I I know myself and Senior have smoked an incredible amount of new things in the last seven days. Uh, Kirk, you got anything new or out of the ordinary that you've found or just uh, maybe an old cigar that you've kind of rekindled your love for? So I've tried a few new ones lately. I was lucky enough to try the Hoya de Nicaragua Red, courtesy of Cigar Tipsters. You know, I haven't, I actually wrote a review, but I've been hesitating to submit it because my, my opinion on the Red thus far is lackluster. I, uh, I found it a little bit bitter, a little bit harsh at times. I had some draw issues. And, you know, here's another lesson to be learned, though. I, the reason I'm hesitant to submit the review isn't because I'm embarrassed to, to submit a review that's not glowing, but it's because I want to be sure. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to smoke another Hoya Red before I actually submit a review that might not be what the cigar really is. Mark and Mark, have you guys smoked that? And what, do you, what did you think about the Hoya Nicaragua Red? I personally have... Uh... I was a fan of it myself. Now, what I was sent was basically the Hoya Red in one of each of its sizes. I believe there's six or six of them, I believe. Uh, now, some of the issues that you had may have come from the different sizes. I don't know. I found the one that I had fairly enjoyable. Didn't really have any major burn issues with it. It wasn't the most complex cigar I've ever had by any means, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I hadn't had the opportunity to smoke it yet. I've got one... Uh... Uh, in the humidor there at home on the boat, but uh, hadn't had a chance to try it yet. I'd be be curious to see what you guys find. And, you know, it's it's one of those things. That Hoya to Nicaragua, they make great cigars. They really do. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have high expectations for the red. So maybe that was part of the problem, too, as I went in expecting a 10 out of 10, and maybe it just wasn't there for me. But I'm going to give it another try, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Let's see, over the past seven days, I, I've probably smoked more cigars than I could actually count. Uh, vicarious uh, accounts for a large number of those, as we've mentioned here during the show. But I also had the opportunity to spend some time with Veritas. And you'll hear an interview with uh, Nate McCorkle from Veritas in our September show. But get out there and try a torch if you can find one. Like I said, they come in the Connecticut, they come in the Havano, and they come in the Maduro. I've had the opportunity to try the Havano, and I'm smoking the Connecticut now. Both of those are really good. Uh, They're larger ring-gauge cigars, so, you know, some people are averse to that. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but 
these cigars are good enough that I put the ring gauge aside just to have one. And Kirk, I've got some sample packs of these. I'll try to shoot you one in the mail so you can try them. Oh, you're too kind. Too kind. Oh, I try. You know, it's it's hard being this nice. That's why I, that's why I work for you, man. You know, you're very generous. <laughs> we gotta get you some vicarious too. I, I, you're probably sick of hearing me talk about them, but they are. Uh, can I don't want some. Uh, can you mail some Bud Light, your favorite beer? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, we don't sell those cheerleader beers down here. <laughs> yeah, we, we drink real beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you mean, you mean uh, a Bud, a Butterita? What, are, what is it called? <laughs> do, not, do not bring the Bud Light Limeritas into this. Those are fantastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll send you some Red's Apple Ale. That, that's what we like to have down here. Hey, it's, it's all good, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we tried the new uh, Johnny Appleseed hard apple cider in when we were in Chattanooga, and I loved it. Senior, I, I don't think so much, but it's it almost tastes like a a green apple, but it's almost like a sour apple Jolly Rancher in, in its flavor. Almost like trying to drink a Jolly Rancher. I, I definitely, of those type beers, would uh, lean toward reds. Hey, hey, look at us. We're we're reviewing uh, ciders and cigars. That's how good we are. Exactly. You know, hey, we're we're multi talented here. So here's the yeah. question: would, would the would the would the cider go well with a cigar? In my opinion, yes. I was smoking a La Aurora 107 Maduro Lancero at the time, and I thought they complemented each other very well. Uh, that Maduro is a very classic Maduro, kind of heavy, and the the sweet and light nature of that particular hard cider is. I thought they complemented each other well myself. But how how ripped off your ass were you, Mark? Not not very. Uh, but that was <laughs> actually that was the first thing I drank when we got there, so I was quite sober at the time. Okay. Okay. Now. That was the first night. The the interesting thing about Tweet Up is every morning between nine and ten. Uh, is the Bloody Mary bar. Uh, I can honestly say it's very interesting to smoke a heavy cigar and drink a Bloody Mary at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that sounds awesome. I was going to say, speak for yourself. I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, the funny thing was I got home and 9 o'clock the next morning I didn't have a Bloody Mary and I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> while we're, while we're kind of talking about the uh, additional smokes we've had, another one and, and we've got a interview coming up with these guys, I uh, think possibly in the September issue as well as uh, yes. King Cigars. And smoked some of their stuff while I uh, was up there uh, in Chattanooga. Really enjoyed it. They've got a couple. All of theirs are based on the name of, you know, King's uh, Cigars. They've got a Baron and uh, oh, it escapes me some of the other names, but they're all royalty. Uh, but one of the things I really commended these guys and uh, Vicarious as well is coming into the market with a viable price point. The thing that I've seen with a lot of the boutique brands is they come in at a $12, $14 per stick price and people tend to shy away from it and back to you know the, the Perdones and the Fuentes and uh, you know some of the names that they really know, where these guys are coming in all under the $10 range and a lot of them under $8. Absolutely. You know, the Vicarious, we, 
we walked away with about three boxes of those before it was over with. And to walk, if you just wanted to walk into the store and buy one of those cigars by themselves, you're going to pay about seven fifty for it, and that is a fantastic price point for, especially for a boutique cigar. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to be bringing. I'm sorry, Kirk. Uh, I feel like that's going to bring people to the market. That's going to encourage you to want to try those cigars at that price point. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, Mark. Uh, you know, working on the retail side for a few years, it's one of those things where you, you want to get out there and support the boutique lines, but when they're, when they're hitting the market and they're 10 11 12 $15 for a cigar that no one's even heard of, it makes it really difficult as a retailer to get people to try them, but as a customer, you know, you, could, you can spend 12 bucks on something you never heard of before, or you can spend 12 bucks on one of the top 25 cigars of the year, um, something that for sure you're gonna like. So I agree. If you're if you're a boutique company out there and you're listening to us, keep price in mind, guys. You know, let people fall in love with your cigar first, and then worry about profits. Absolutely. Uh, to give you an example of that, the Epicurean Gonzo Santeria, wonderful cigar. We both smoked it in Chattanooga. Loved it. But when you go into the humidor, there's three sizes. The smallest size is $10. The next size is $11. The biggest size is $13. And a lot of people will pass it up just because of that price point, despite the fact that it is a fantastic cigar. Well, and I don't think, uh, had we not smoked the Gonzo, the 207 or the 2007 series, you know, I would have been very hesitant to pick up the Santa Rhea. But after smoking the other one, it's like, oh, yeah, i got to try this. But yeah. somebody straight in the humidor, it's going to be hard to get them to pick up that cigar for that price point. Uh, I agree completely. And, you know, I don't, I don't know the details of, of making the cigar and how much it actually costs these people. But, you know, you look at some of the cigars that are available out there for six or seven bucks. I mean, Rocky Patel has them, Partagas, Gurkha. Even the, the number one cigar of the year by my father was a 2012 or 2013. That was a $7.50 cigar. So if they can do it, sorry about the train. If they can do it, I mean, there's got to be a way. So keep that in mind uh, if you're going to start your own cigar company. And speaking of Epicurean, I want to take a minute to talk about one of their new lines that's going to come out soon called the Mojo. We had the opportunity to... Uh, speak just a little bit to Stephen Yasidrin, who is the owner of Epicurean Cigars, and the Mojo, he was in the factory that rolls his cigars, and the owner of the factory said, hey, I've got some of your father's cigars sitting back here that I've had for years and years and years. He said, I've got about 10,000 of them. Stephen said he smoked one one night and thought it was great and ended up buying what was his father's cigars and is now going to sell them as the Mojo under the Epicurean brand. I just thought that was a very interesting story about how those came about. So what's the, uh, what's the latest on the cigar you're smoking, Senior? Is it uh, evolving for you? Yeah, uh, well, I'm still getting uh, a little bit of sweetness, uh, a little bit of nutty, the spice. Uh, like I say, the two are really playing nice together. One will come in, then the other, and they'll kind of balance each other out. On the retro hell, I'm getting uh, a little more of the peppery-type spice. Uh, excellent draw, burn. One thing I'll mention with these, uh, they're available in, I think, five different sizes, uh, or Vitolas, as I think the proper terminology is, from 4.5 by 42 up through the 6 by 60 that I'm smoking now. 
and again, these are another one of the boutique brands that the price point is very appealing. Uh, they're in the probably six to eight dollar range of all those sizes, and they kind of come in a uh, neat, uh, older style uh, Spanish cedar box with the slide top on it. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. What's going on with yours, Junior? Uh, the Veritas Torch, the Connecticut. It's, I will say, the the burn and the draw are perfect. I have not touched it up. It is not trailing. The burn is. Razor perfect, no problems there. This cigar is a, a, a very unique mix of smooth and creamy with just the right hit of spiciness. This is honestly one of the very few Connecticut wrap cigars that I could see myself smoking on a regular basis. Uh, they, they seem to have just hit it out the park with the mixing that smooth and creamy that you expect from a Connecticut but giving you the spiciness that you get from a full-flavored Maduro. So definitely try these if you have the opportunity. Kirk, how's that uh, Nymphomaniac working for you? Okay, so the, the Crux has been, been doing well for me here. The, the flavors are bold, but they're kind of staying in the same area. It's a strong cedary taste. There's a little bit of sweetness on that cedar, but there's a, a coffee on the finish that's, again, kind of strong. It's, it's, it's a dark coffee. But something neat about the, the Crux, we've been talking price and boutique lines. The one I'm smoking now, I, I believe, was $7.95. And keep in mind, this is in Minnesota, where the taxes are outrageous. So not a bad deal for this cigar. And uh, it also comes in something kind of unique. It comes in a five-pack as well as a box. So if you're not sure you want to commit to a whole box, there's a five-pack pack option, and it's a little bit better deal. But so far, the Nymphomaniac by Crux is uh, it's doing well for me. And, and you Kirk, love the name. Yeah, definitely. I do love the name. I really do. <laughs> and Kirk reminded me of the uh, the Nomad Connecticut Fuerte, which is another uh, Connecticut that sort of hits that blend of spiciness and creaminess. The the thing you'll keep coming back to in your head when you smoke these cigars is that it's it's not your father's Connecticut. It's not your grandfather's Connecticut. It's it's a new breed of Connecticut that these blenders are coming out with these days. It's your great grandma's Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I had no idea she had it in her. <laughs> well, that, some of the ones. Was that a Monica Lewinsky joke? <laughs> Could have been. Some of the ones that I've smoked in the past, the Connecticut, she got really. Um, a grassy, hay, bland kind of flavor. But, uh, you know, to Mark's point there, uh, a lot of the newer Connecticut's are really stepping up to the plate and trying to, uh, you know, make a showing that, hey, these, these are still a viable option for a cigar. Or you've heard me mention a couple of times during the show a book by the name of Cigar Blueprint. This is a, it's a small pocket-sized reference guide to cigars. It has a great glossary of terms and has just a great wealth of information on the history of cigars and kind of Cigar 101 just in general. And then there's also 50 pages worth of cigar tasting journal pages where you can keep up with what you've smoked, the size, the wrapper, the binder, the filler, the tasting notes, uh, how the draw was, how the burn was. It, it's just a great 
piece of reference material if you're a cigar smoker, uh, whether you just started smoking or you've been smoking for 10 years. And during Chattanooga Tweet Up, we had a chance to sit down with Mark Hall, who is the author of that book, and Yvonne, who is aptly named Page 45 Girl. When you get the book, you'll understand why. But at, right now, I want to give you that interview that we conducted at Chattanooga Tweet Up. Now, this was conducted during the hustle and bustle of Tweet Up, so there is a little background noise. I apologize for that, but we hope you enjoy the interview. All right, guys, Mark from Cigar Tipster sitting here uh, as part of Chattanooga Tweet Up 2014. I'm sitting here with Mark and Yvonne, and Mark is the author of Cigar Blueprint, A Reference Guide and Journal. Uh, I saw this book for the first time Thursday night here at the event, and I have to say it is a wealth of information. Uh, I just want to ask you, first of all, how you guys came up with this. I started uh, working on it a couple years ago, actually. My background is in publishing, and I've been an avid cigar smoker since the late 80s. I got involved with the Tobacconist University and CRA, and wanted to just kind of take what I knew uh, for my day job and somehow incorporate my passion of cigars into that, and that's kind of how I came up with that. I I, uh, knew I wasn't going to be blending a cigar or anything like that. I just wanted to do something that made sense for me, and the the blueprint uh, was was where I I took everything. The the book is about education, and that's kind of my thing, just educating the the new smoker or the smoker that's been at it for a while but but want to increase their knowledge. big supporter of the Tobacco University and what they do, and so that, uh, I wanted to do a kind of condensed version of their curriculum and be able to put it out where a guy could put it in his pocket, or a girl could put it in her purse, or what have you, and be able to have it with them, and if they hear a term or something in a cigar shop and they're just not quite sure what that means, they can quickly look it up in the the glossary, or uh, they can also set in journal their thoughts about a particular cigar, whether they liked it or didn't like it, at least that way they have a way of kind of cataloging that and knowing, and for future reference, they can look back into the book and say, wow, that was a cigar I really like, I want to buy that again, or wasn't so crazy about that. Absolutely. The, the journal pages, I really liked how you guys laid it out, because you give them space for all the information on the cigar, the size, the wrapper, the binder, the filler, the flavors you got, everything. And I believe, how many pages of it are the there's journal? There's 50 pages for journaling, uh, and then there's about... Uh, it's a total of about 176 pages altogether. There's uh, 50 plus pages of kind of cigar history and uh, 101 type stuff, uh, uh, etiquette, cigar etiquette, even even a, a section on how to basically conduct yourself in a humidor. A lot of people will walk into a humidor with a lit cigar, not realizing that they shouldn't do that. So there's just little things like that that uh, that the book covers. Yeah, I noticed. I've had a chance to flip through it a little bit in the past couple of days, and whether you're just starting smoking today or you've been smoking for years I've been smoking for a couple of years and there was stuff in there that I'm like wow I did not know that so I mean it's a wealth of information regardless of how long you've been smoking Thank you. Uh, I want to bring special attention real quick to page 45 <laughs> and the aptly nicknamed page 45 girl who happens to be sitting across from me right now uh, how did you become page 45 I'm not sure how I became page 45, but I'm glad I've arrived. As a female smoker, I oftentimes get comments like, you're too pretty to smoke cigars, or you don't look like a cigar smoker. And I'm not really sure what that what that means. I mean, I think it probably means in a male-dominated 
um, arena that there's not a lot of women who are perceived to be cigar smokers, and yet there are really more than three million women who at least admit to being cigar smokers, and probably several more, you know, who are hiding somewhere, wishing that they could be public with this. Actually, uh, there's a ladies' brunch that just happened here at the Chattanooga Tweet Up, uh, uh, just while we were talking and doing some earlier interviews, So, and there are quite a few women here. I haven't gone through the trouble of actually counting, but there are a lot of women here, and it is great to see that. I was just at that brunch, and it, it, it is wonderful, it, and and they're wonderful people. I think one of the things about the, the book for me that is so important is that as, as a woman, there's a lot of, at least for me, intimidation going into a humidor, not knowing what I liked and what I didn't like and how I kept track of that, and um, I didn't want to ask questions because I didn't want to feel you know, like it wasn't smart enough to be smoking cigars, and um, so it having that reference guide to really understand so that I know what I'm talking about um, as I'm learning more and more about the cigars that, that I like. It's, I think it's invaluable. Absolutely. Uh, in terms of how to get the book, when and where will it be available? We're launching a website as we speak. It's uh, under development. should be live in a couple of days uh, at uh, simplycigarblueprint.com. Uh, the, uh, the book will be predominantly at brick and mortars that's kind of our focus um, we will have it online uh, through the e-commerce site at the cigar rights of america and we will have it through the tobacconist university and our goal is eventually to make it available like through amazon and that type of thing uh, but it will be rolling out in local uh, tobacco shops in the next uh, probably four weeks three to four weeks uh, i encourage everyone that listens to go to their local tobacconist and ask about the book and uh, if they want to go to the website and send uh, either Yvonne or I a, uh, an email, there will be email links on there uh, and give us the shop uh, owner's name and contact information. If it's someone we haven't already reached out to, we will certainly do that right away. Um, it's our goal to, to have it out uh, in as many shops as possible throughout the fall so it, and I think it's going to make a great gift. Uh, for the holidays as well. So if you're looking for something a little unique to give your favorite cigar smoker, hopefully yourself, uh, it's uh, it's only $12.95, and uh, partial proceeds of the sale of every book are being donated back to the CRA as well uh, because of our passion for the, uh, the cigar rights uh, of each and every one of us. Mark and Yvonne have been nice enough to give us a couple of the books. We're going to give them away in the coming weeks, so be on the lookout for the Rafflecopter contest to get your hands on one of these books. We are also on Facebook. We have a page that uh, we would urge people to go on there and like it, and that's just Cigar Blueprint. Um, and then uh, you can reach Yvonne or myself through uh, email at uh, mark at uh, cigarblueprint.com or Yvonne at cigarblueprint.com. And then Yvonne has the phone number there. The phone number for pricing uh, for stores, or if you're an individual who wants to order a copy for yourself, the number is 937 Seven five zero nine eight zero four. Again, nine three seven seven five zero nine eight zero four. I want to thank Mark and Yvonne for taking a few minutes to sit down with us today, uh, especially letting page forty-five set across for me. I, <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. Uh, and like, like I said, thank you guys and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed the interview there with Mark Hall and Yvonne, or Page 45 Girl, as I like to refer to her as. 
as I mentioned earlier in the show, part of that Rafflecopter giveaway we're going to do is going to include an autographed copy of Cigar Blueprint. Three of you guys are going to win one of those, along with those vicarious cigars. Uh, want to say a special thank you to Mark for donating those books to us to give away to you guys and for autographing them. That was very nice. So we're going to get those out. Like I said, the contest is going to start on Monday. You'll have seven days to earn all your entries. You can earn entries by following Cigar Tipsters on Twitter, following Vicarious on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, liking Cigar Blueprint on Facebook, and tweeting about the giveaway. And you can come back and do the tweet portion uh, once each day. So you have an opportunity to earn quite a bit of entries into this contest. Like I said, there will be three winners. Each winner will get a Vicarious Sampler Pack and an autographed copy of Cigar Blueprint. And speaking of giveaways, I have to give a shout-out to the King's Cigar guys who gave us just a wealth of things to give away to you guys. We're going to start doing that giveaway in September. And to the Veritas Cigar guys who gave us six two-pack samplers with the Habano and the Maduro versions of the Torch which will also give away sometime in September. That's great. Hey, if, if, if you're one of the lucky folks who ends up winning something from Cigar Tipsters here, you know, go support the, the King guys or the, the sorry, Vicarious guys. Go out and let them know what you think of their cigars because they're doing this stuff for you guys. They're doing it for the customer and for the people who love cigars. So give them a shout-out and uh, let them know you're thankful. Absolutely. Uh once we do this first giveaway, you guys that get these Vicarious Cigars, we'd love to hear what you think about them. Uh, I know Jerry and John and Jay would love to know what you think about them. So just give us a ring, shoot us a tweet, an email, whatever, and we'll make sure those guys hear what you think about their cigars. And even if you don't uh, happen to be one of the lucky three that wins the gift pack, if you want information, all of these guys are on Twitter, they're on Facebook, uh, they've got websites. Uh, if you can't find the information, contact us here at Cigar Tipster. We'll be glad to uh, try to direct you uh, in how that you can come up with some of these cigars or can at least get uh, some information to your local brick-and-mortar shop. And uh, I'm sure Jerry or Veritas or any of these guys would be more than happy to, you know, contact your local brick-and-mortar and see about getting some of their smokes in your shop or the Cigar Blueprints Guide. Absolutely. Let me just throw it out there real quick. VicariousCigars.com and at VicariousCigars on Twitter. Uh, Cigar Blueprint, their website's not up yet. It, it's coming up in the next week or two, www.CigarBlueprint.com or Facebook.com forward slash Cigar Blueprint if you want to find those guys. All right, Senior, how's that uh, cigar working for you over there? Working really well. Uh, some of the sweetness is kind of dying out. The spice is picking up a little bit more, which I'm I'm down to the point it's just about burning my fingers. Uh, it, it's just been a really good smoke all the way through. Something uh, that I could definitely see, you know, several of them in the travel humidor as I'm on the road all the time. So really enjoying it. Uh, strongly encourage you if you can uh, get out and find you a Terrazona. And, and senior, your your travel humidor is a isn't it a cooler? I mean, you could basically fit a cow in there, couldn't you? Uh, probably two, actually. But you <laughs> yeah. know, I, I wasn't going to bring that up that it was quite that big. But you know, 
I, I'm on the road a lot. I got to have plenty of cigars, you know. Man has needs. Speaking exactly. Of... Yeah. Needs like the uh... shit. Oh, you, you, you completely ruined that segue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to throw it back to the, <laughs> the Nympho. Oh, Lordy. But anyway, the Nymphomaniac, uh, Kirk, any uh, last words, final thoughts, uh, yep. crazy flavors, what you got going on over there? Final thoughts on the Nymphomaniac here. Keep in mind, this is a 7-inch by 33 ring gauge, and I'm only about two-thirds of the way in. This, this It's burning nice and slow, great construction. It's still kind of hanging out with that coffee taste on the finish. It's a dark roasted coffee. Hints of sweetness that kind of are bouncing back and forth between that and cedar. Those would be the dominant flavors. It's uh, medium to medium full in terms of strength. And I'd put it at, again, medium, medium full for body. Probably not a, a good cigar for the faint of heart because the flavors are bold. But for the price point, definitely worth a shot. If you enjoy medium to full cigars, definitely give this one a try. And definitely recommend that you get out there and try the Veritas Torch in the Connecticut especially, but give the Habano and the Maduro a try as well. The Connecticut, uh, as we get in toward the finish of it here, uh, very peppery, uh, got a nice uh, citrusy, almost, I hesitate to say it, but almost an orange-type flavor. Very light, just a, something kind of tickling the back of the palate there. But a very good cigar. I want to thank Nate for uh, hooking me up with all three of the blends and, of course, the giveaways that you guys are going to have the opportunity to get in on in, in September. Hey, one more thing I'd like to talk about before we wrap things up. I had a really great experience at my local tobacconist the other day, and, and this is kind of a plug because I really think that cigar smokers need to get out there and support the brick-and-mortar shops. But I was at a local shop here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, and I sat down to do some work with my laptop out. I bought a Illusione and was just smoking and having a nice time. And a gentleman walked in and sat across from me. And, you know, we said hello, whatever. But before long, I'd closed my work laptop. And we were just having a conversation that lasted for about an hour and a half. You know, I learned a lot about this guy. He learned a lot about me. But that is just one of those cool things that happens that I probably won't forget anytime soon. And it's all because of a cigar. And I think that's just something that, as Americans, we just need more of that because we're all buried in our phones or buried in work or buried in whatever, and we forget to talk to each other. So get out to your local tobacconist or local cigar shop to support them. But while you're there, smoke a cigar and have a great conversation with someone else who enjoys what you enjoy, cigars. Uh, something just to kind of tie in with what Kirk's saying there. If you guys happen to to be in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, it is well worth your time to stop in and see the guys at Burns East. They did a, an amazing job with Tweet Up 2014. Uh, definitely raised the bar for 2015. Uh, they've also got a shop uh, downtown Chattanooga uh, that has a, a Davidoff Lounge in it that just is absolutely amazing. So, like I say, if you happen to be up in the uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee area, stop by and uh, have a cigar with those guys. You'll, you'll be pleased. 
and I have to give a shout out uh, on September 5th, 2014, uh, starting at 4 p.m., Patriot Cigars, Brownsboro, Alabama, going to be having a bike night, and the gentlemen from Vicarious Cigars are going to come down and rep their brand during this event, so if you're anywhere near Huntsville, Alabama, uh, you love cigars, uh, you want to ride your bike down, it's going to be a bike show, People's Choice Voting, there'll be... Uh, first, second, and third place prizes for the best bikes of the night, uh, be some food available, and of course some great cigars with Vicarious being in the house. And you can meet Mark and Mark. Woo-woo! <laughs> well, <laughs> at least one person's excited about that. <laughs> okay, now nobody shows up and we know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, you just ruined the whole night by saying we were going to be there. <laughs> But I want to thank you guys for joining us here on Episode 5. I want to thank everybody who has taken the time to download or stream the podcast. Uh, I say it all the time, but you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, we've got a good old-fashioned RSS feed if you need that for your particular favorite player. But like I said, I just want to thank everybody for downloading, streaming, supporting us, following us on Twitter, whatever you guys do. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for the people who show us love. So we love you guys too and want to thank you for listening to us here. And like I said, in September, we'll have an interview with King Cigars and an interview with Veritas Cigars. And we have tentatively scheduled for October an interview with the man behind an app that's about to come out called Cigar Places, which is essentially uh, Foursquare for cigars. So you can check in, you can talk about what you're smo smoking, review what you're smoking, and it's just uh, a way that social media is adapting to cigars. So we hope to have those guys on the show in October. Uh, last words, anybody? Just a quick mention, uh, the uh, Arizona... I didn't earlier, but it is a solid medium in the strength with uh, leaning toward the medium full on the flavors. But uh, smoke them if you got them, guys. Have a good night. Kirk, anything? That's it for me. It was a great, uh, great time, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, get out there and support your, uh, your local tobacconist. Light them up.